0: It's the Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman
2: Show is on the air. From the Willow Window Broadcast Center, Willow Window. Making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks. Online at willowwindow.pro.
0: Now live from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. Thank
1: goodness we're in Rutherford County and not anywhere else across this country and this is this is the special this is old america here and i love it so much and and we're so far we haven't been infiltrated by the rest of the country and i'm just absolutely loving it and um uh bobby stewart just gave you your instructions larry on how you're to perform today I, 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 the the who you're supposed to be talking about and all of that. Have she, you got it clear? She was pretty
3: convincing. I'll put it that way. Well, she that was. That left hand gets to pointing. You better you better listen. Actually, I was getting a little worried. Well, I was too. That wasn't a regular point. No, it was. It was a hateful. And point. and the
1: eyes they they were uh, pretty much controlling everything in this uh, room. Uh-huh. Bless your heart. See? <laughs> yeah. Well, Bobby's one of these people, she's pretty close to perfection, you have to admit. She puts on oh, a good front. Yeah. And, and uh, Bobby never worries about anything. <laughs>
4: now that is just She worries if she don't have
1: something to worry about.
4: If, if you have something you need to be worried about, call me and I'll do it for you.
1: Bless your heart.
4: <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it.
1: Well, you're in, you're in the glory days of your life. I, I mean, don't worry about anything. It. I got a
4: lot to be thankful for, and I pray about my worrying all the time, every night. Lord, just let me learn to let things go. Yeah. And uh, I'm doing better.
1: Well, you. I mean, think about where you live. You, you not only are able to go to bed at night in peace. But you can listen to some of the most beautiful music ever over there in, in that
3: area. I, I mean, it, it's amazing. Yes, we we have live music out on Florenton Road, and you know it it don't bother us because we get in the house and shut the doors. Yeah. And uh, but it, it's bothering some of the neighbors. But we're work They're working on it, and uh, they've changed the speakers around a little bit. And uh, be interesting. Uh, it'd be pretty. Rocking up there this weekend. I think Travis Tritt's coming in Friday night. So. Oh, really? So that'll uh, that'll liven things up. Now, what is the address where all these people are going? Where are they? It's on the John Bragg Highway. Hop
2: uh, Springs. It's called
3: Hop Springs. Oh, it's a brewery, and then they got a, a stage and stuff, and they they have some big crowds up there. And and I'm it, it don't bother me. I'm glad they're being successful with it. That's not. Is it something like what goes on uh, up at uh, uh, what is it? around Manchester Bonnaroo.
1: Bonnaroo.
4: Bonnaroo. Uh, Well,
3: no, you don't camp out up at Hop Springs. You go and then go home. Uh, But uh, that's. uh, It's it's,
4: about a two, two and a half hour concert
3: mm -hmm. most
4: times, and uh, you know when we go to bed and take our hearing aids out, we can't hear anything. So it really doesn't bother us, and but I can understand where it might bother some people because of the amplification of the yeah. music and everything. And some of these young people like it the louder the better. So, But Hop Springs and the local people are working on what to do to make everybody happy, and it, it'll be okay.
1: If they're going to make everybody happy, I presume that they're going to go outside the county somewhere. Well, oh,
3: you
4: can't I mean, make hate,
3: everybody happy, but uh, I think they, they're
1: going they're to make a They're in
4: a good spot. The They've got plenty of room and everything. So they're, they're working on it.
1: Is, is this uh, is a schedule thing that's once a
3: month, or, or how do they do that? I
1: don't that?
4: know what their schedule They've is. They've got a
3: sign up out front that says what they're having i don't know how long it goes but uh it's i do know that i saw travis tritt on the line we was going to woodbury for something and uh, i saw the sign but i don't know where they got a schedule or not uh and uh, Cannon county, county arts theater they're uh, you know we go up there a lot for the, the shows they put on and yeah. uh, they're uh, they're kind of shut down now because have been for the pandemic and uh
4: Yeah, I went up there yesterday to buy our season tickets,
5: Mm -hmm.
4: and she said that they don't sell the season tickets until they can advertise the shows for that season. And because of the pandemic and the continuing uh, specifications, you know, everybody wears masks, social distancing. Uh, She said they're not selling season tickets because they don't know what acts are going to be able to come and when they're going to be able to have them because I wanted to buy tickets
5: yeah.
4: to honky Tonk angels yeah which online it says that it plays April the 4th through the 24th or something like that mm-hmm. and I was going to buy some of the last the day's tickets and she said well that's been postponed till September
5: mm-hmm
4: and Jason Petty, they've advertised that he's going to try to be back sometime. And I logged on to the website and asked them to notify me when he's going to be there because mm-hmm. we've seen him once, and he's fantastic. Yeah. So I'm hoping everything will come back to normal, and they'll get their shows in because they've got a talented bunch of teenagers that can sing and dance and um uh, their Mamma Mia show was fantastic last year. We did get to see that.
3: I carried my granddaughter up there. We had tickets when Mimi broke her ankle, mm-hmm. and uh, she thought she was in Madison Square Garden. It was, <laughs> I mean, she was just she enjoyed it so much. Well, I think just just getting to be with me, yeah, part of it. But uh, we really had a good. Is that time. a good thing? Is that a good thing? It is for Aya. Oh, she's a little bit more educated than you are so I know picture friends better but uh jason petty uh, he does old hank williams stuff and oh, then he I tells seen a, him. It, tells a story about hank and this it's really really interesting i heard that he was going to change his show and i hope he don't even though i've seen it i'd like to see it again yeah, uh, it, it was one of the the better uh, uh, shows that I've seen over there. Yeah. Well, they had Charlie McCoy up there last year. I remember and, uh, him. He's a Hall of Famer, yeah. did all the music for Hee Haw and everything. And I was embarrassed for the crowd. They wasn't, what we say, about 65 people in there. And I think I this was before the pandemic.
4: But there wasn't a lot of publicity for him. And I yeah. blame it all on pandemic because... You never know they're going to get to have it until the last minute. And I think a lot of the younger crowd maybe doesn't remember what all he did. Yeah. But he had that young lady that played the fiddle mm-hmm. and buck danced at the same time. She is fantastic. She's been on the Opry and everything. And I can't remember her name, and I apologize for that.
1: Oh, Well, talk about this pandemic thing should be over with. It should be. be. And, and, And people are so brainwashed. It's killing me. But they'll only listen to what they want to. Stanford just came out with a study that said the masks are the worst thing that can happen to you. Don't wear masks because the people that are wearing them are the ones that are becoming affected the worst. And what are the people they don't they don't pay any attention at all. It seems like that the media has structured people to think the way they want it to That's be. That's exactly well, what's happened. Yeah. But yeah. You and, still uh,
4: you still got to remember the people that are dying, but you know, I say you know, do everything you can. You know,
1: oh. Uh, yeah, see, I'm Adam, not I don't believe that way.
4: <laughs> you got to protect the elderly. Well,
1: well th- the elderly has been protected, but, but you got to get back to some type of lifestyle. Just mm-hmm. like what we saw, uh, the reason I'm getting away, uh, completely getting away from my TV. Uh, I'm t- AT&T is going to get all of my stuff. I'll, I'll never watch national television again simply because of all the poison that they put out, and they control people's lives. And if people are going to allow it, I guess... Th- I guess that's their privilege, but I cannot see it. You you can't even have uh, a a legal uh, thing going on as far as justice is concerned anymore in in this country because it's all controlled by the media and how they want it to turn out. And this country is is, is up against a wall right now, and they're allowing it to happen. Well, and the media is probably the main. Uh, enemy uh, right now and if if they're if they want to put it out and the people want to watch it and listen to it th- that's their privilege
4: well to me they never show any of the good that's happening in the world it's always the high profile bad stuff and people get tired of being you know just down in the dumps about everything. Show some good deeds. Show some of these people that are doing wonderful things. You know, let lift our spirits a little bit. You know.
1: Well, if you don't watch it, you don't have to
3: worry about it.
4: That's right. That's right.
3: Well, it's it it goes back. What we're looking at right now it goes back to the Hitler days. Yes, it Adolf does. Adolf Hitler's theory was. If I say it long enough and loud enough, people will start believing it. And that's exactly what's happened with this pandemic now. People, yeah. people have said it long enough and loud enough. People start believing. Now people are getting sick. I, I understand that. But people have had the flu. And, uh, you know, you hadn't heard anything about the flu since this and came along. Or
1: right. the other diseases that that's the right. elderly people are dying
3: While of. While we're on that, let me, let me before I forget it. I want to send our condolences out to the Smith family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arnold Smith died suddenly yesterday, and uh, I've known Arnold. His kids went to school last cast. Matter of fact, one of my all-time favorite students was uh, his son Philip, and uh, we we have them in our thoughts and prayers. And because Arnold will really be missed.
1: Yeah, you you have been a principal and a teacher of a school like you had at last Casas. You're really blessed. To, to be there and have a relationship with all those kids
3: and and i had a good relationship with the parents yeah you know, i had other principals say oh i've got parent problems i never had that because we treated each other like we we're supposed to be treated mm-hmm. and uh their kids did what they were supposed to do and uh at parent conference day, the first ones there with the ones whose kids was making straight A's. Well, we never got in that first first bunch, but you know, you, you, we could hear some good stuff about our kids. But we could, every once in a while would hear, you know, something bad. Because the pre, I told the teachers, don't lie to parents. Yeah. You tell them exactly what, it's like. and then because Ken Tricky told me one time, he said if you lie, you got to remember which lie you told. Yes. If you tell the truth, you don't have to remember that, and he's right. But uh, the Smith family were were special to me. You you get to see the
1: gifts that each child has when you're a principal in school and how they react to all kinds of environments. And and uh, you were one of those
3: people that watched out for each and every one of them. Well, and we, you've been we,
1: very special.
3: We had a good time. And uh, one of the former students has one told me about Arnold at the restaurant. This morning. Doug Sneed was in the last class, yeah. uh, and uh, has has really done well. And uh, but uh, that's uh, it well, was it was a great community.
4: Tell him about who stopped and talked to you on the road.
3: Uh, uh, Walter Donnell uh, stopped yesterday and talked to me. I'd run into him at TSC, and he was working on down the road. And he said, "I believe I go by your house." Mm-hmm. Well, I was out spraying. I had the weed eater in the back of the golf cart to make everybody think I was weed eating, but I was spraying, and, and somebody hollered at me, and it kind of scared me. I looked up, and it was Walter. He was coming in. He drives a school bus, too, so he was going mm-hmm. home. But uh, we had a good talk, and we were talking about the old school, and he said, you know, <clears throat> he said, we didn't need no SRO. He said, we had you. <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> that's the way it was back then, Walter. But, but the uh, SROs are smart. Well, well we... The SROs were good. We didn't need them to, to keep order. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I, I took care of that. But we needed the Wait SROs. A minute
1: now. I have had some of those kids that you had in school, you would take them supposedly into the, the punishment room, and uh, maybe they had been smoking cigarettes or something like that, and that was against the school rules. So... You would take them in the punishment room, get out your pack of cigarettes, <laughs> light up, and you you guys would sit there and tell stories You'd while you were puffing Charlie on. The, you
3: would be puffing on the cigarettes. <laughs> no. A- am I not correct? No, you're uh, not. Correct, all right. The real story is one came to the office back during the smoking days, and and I was smoking. He was in the fifth grade, and he said, Mr. Stewart, can I bomb one of them cigarettes off of you? I said, no, you're not up here to smoke. You're up here to get the board. You're not up here to smoke. But uh, some some of them would say, if you, I would say, I had a picture of my wife on my desk, and I'd say, now you, you look at my wife there. Put your hands on the desk look at my wife. And uh, Tommy Taylor said one time, said, if you ever had to look at that woman as much as I did, you wouldn't like her. <laughs> but uh, those, those were the good old days. What are true. you saying? I'm saying that he had to look at my wife's picture on my <laughs> desk. I mean, that means he was getting a spanking. Because uh, Bobby was beautiful. Well, I, I looking woman you wasn't listening. I said, no, I put a picture of my beautiful wife <laughs> on my desk.
1: There's something... <laughs>
3: Something that I, you're, you're not, not you you
1: not like any other principal that I've known in Rutherford County. Well, I I hope not. You you had a you had a common sense way of dealing with it, each one of them, but you were like a third parent, you might say.
3: I tried to pattern myself after a principal that we had in the little school before we consolidated Mr. Albert Clark. He wasn't big as a bar of soap, but we respected that man, and and uh, I remember when I got to high school, you could work in the cafeteria and help serve, mm-hmm. and then you could eat all you wanted, and you got to be late to your next class. Wow. Boy, I love will to do that. And he'd come around every Monday morning, and he'd choose people to work in the cafeteria. Yeah, I got chosen every time. I thought it was because I did such a good. I found out later it was because I couldn't pay for my lunch, and he was letting me. Work and and I didn't think about it till I got out. But uh, that's I tried to be as much like Mister Albert Clark
1: as I could be. A lot of us couldn't pay for our lunch back in those days. Well, geez.
4: I I can still picture that lunch room down in the basement yep. of oh. Foldsome School, and there was a big sink in the middle of the floor, and you could step on the pedal and water would come out. Everybody washed their hands. Before you got in the line, mm-hmm. and it was just, and Friday was hamburger day. Everybody was so excited. Friday. It
3: wasn't out. fish day.
4: No, ours was, no. was fish
3: day. No, it was. It was hamburger day was special to us because most of us in that school didn't have beef because we had no way to keep it, keep it, and you had no freezer, no refrigerator. Yeah. Now we had pork because you could cure it mm-hmm. and we had chickens because you could run them down but uh, we didn't i remember the first hamburger i ever ate was at the uh, graves county fair yeah and i wouldn't eat one now for nothing but i thought that's that, that best tasting piece of meat i believe i ever had but, how could we be so happy back then none of us had any because everybody was just like ever just just like us but we didn't know the difference no. did we no we didn't and well, we had food and our mom and daddy loved us and yeah that's all that mattered
4: and our mamas and daddies were Sunday school teachers and school teachers, and you know, they were the leaders of the community. And I can remember going to church and Sunday school, and after we ate lunch, all the kids would walk into somebody's farm mm-hmm. or place, and we would shoot rifles, put cans on the fence, and there would be fifteen or twenty kids out there with their twenty twos and BB guns shooting cans off of fences, and nobody got hurt. Nobody got were
1: hurt. Were you Were you one of the ones that was shooting a rifle?
4: I was pretty good at it. When we would go to the creek, Mama would say, "Bobby Joe, get the get the gun in mm-hmm. case you see a snake. Watch yeah. out for the kids, because I was the oldest, and uh, you know we we knew the difference between." Make-believe and real, you know. Yeah. We would make-believe and know that it was not the real thing. We would play cops and robbers, Indians and cowboys, with our cap pistols and everything, and and we would know the difference between real life and make-believe.
5: Mm-hmm. And
4: I think with all of these, and now this is my opinion, mm-hmm. I think with all these Video games that are so horrendous, where these guys are shooting and maiming and killing people. The teenagers that get involved with that, I don't think they realize that that's not real. That can't be real. Yeah. You know, so I don't know what the answer is, but we we just had such a good time. No wheels. Nobody could drive at that age. We played volleyball after Sunday school, or everybody went to somebody's house and played softball.
3: But now, we did think rationing was real. We we knew that wasn't fake.
4: (laughs) My daddy, you couldn't convince my daddy that wrestling was fake.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh,
4: he loved it.
1: I I was watching... um the story of uh, Andre yeah. uh, yes. uh, he he was amazing he's weighed over 500 pounds he was 7 foot 5 and uh, of course he hurt people like that who uh, are not normal in their growth pattern it it they hurt all the time and yes. i was watching how uh, he suffered all these years but became one of the most um, lovable, I, I, lovable characters. characters in yes. wrestling uh, that ever Andre was the Giant yeah and well, you, you know, think about it uh, you know
4: growing that fast yeah can't be good for your bones no oh, wonder no. you hurt but his
3: heart was giving out on him too yeah but uh, I think he was in his uh early 40s I believe when he passed we had some characters back in the day down at the old hippodrome you go down there and you can see Jackie Fargo uh, told Joe Yamamoto we had rasted matches at school. The fire department have had one, and we had a little trouble. And I told them, man, only to have gospel singings. They wouldn't have no more rasted matches. But uh, and
4: you know they were back, back then. And I don't remember what year we had Loretta Lynn come out.
3: We did. Out
1: wow! To Casas
4: school.
3: That was when I missed the, her. Ronnie Knight and his bunch were were juniors. They were making money for the to go on their senior trip. Mm-hmm. And we had Loretta Lynn out there, and uh, we had a we had a packed house, and she put on a real good show. She was a great performer. Oh yeah, I loved her to death. Kentucky girl. She was. She was. She was raised up in the mountains. Butcher holler. That's a long way from you. It was. It
4: was. But we went been up later. there one. We have some friends that live up in that area, mm-hmm. and they took us to see her old home place. Yeah. And her brother was there to give us a tour, and uh, he told us some stories that, you know, I'm glad we went. Mm-hmm. He saw how how hard she was raised up.
1: Oh, yeah.
4: Well, I believe it was seven boys and seven no. girls, 14 Oh, there children.
3: was eight of them, four boys and four girls. And... Uh, the house that she was raised in, and everybody in the mountains are different because sometimes you'd get away from home and couldn't get back home. Yeah. So every house had a guest room, and that was the best room in that house. But nobody none of the family ever stayed in it because it was reserved for guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boys and girls slept upstairs, girls on one side the boys on the other side. And uh, her brother made a statement, but his wife had just passed away. And he told us, he said, I spoke for her when she was in the third grade. And my buddy from Arkansas, he said, what do he mean? I said, well, in the mountains, you speak for who you want to marry. And he spoke for her when they was in the third grade. Wow. Mike Mike didn't understand that, but that's that's the way the mountain folks live. Talking about that mountain folks, uh,
1: Jan, uh, Janie just had a, a new young one. (laughs) <laughs> and and she, she she named it, what, Larry Jr.? Is that I right? I don't know.
4: <laughs> Somebody suggested that she need to uh, name that new little donkey Larry.
3: Yeah. And, that was uh, Mr. Joe Liggett.
4: Yeah, but the people that lived behind them mm-hmm. had two two donkeys, a male and a female. Yeah. And she thought the female was getting a little round. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other night they were eating supper and happened to look out in the the window, and the mama and the baby had walked yeah. up to the fence because Jan feeds them all the time.
3: Mm-hmm. She don't know whether it's a Larry or a Bobby.
4: <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, yeah. She had got close enough to, to sex it yet. It's yeah. a cute little thing. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's cold black, yeah. which is it's very unusual. Not, the daddy's black. Yeah. The mama's you know, kind of brown looking, but mama's really protective of it. I know that. But, uh, you know, those donkeys, uh, they People buy them to keep coyotes away. They'll, they'll that take That doesn't always work. I know it, but it it works better than not having one.
1: Well, I had one, and uh, my uh, four or five of our Jackie's goats were slaughtered by the coyotes, and uh, the the donkey was scared to death. He's over there hiding in the corner. <laughs> well, so I said, "Well, you know, I believe I can fix that." So I went and got me. A great big old Pyrenees. Yeah, I mean, he was were, huge. Were, yeah. And guess what? There wasn't any more coyotes left back there. they—they yeah, are very protective great dogs. Yes, they are, and they're very protective. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, mine was Ralph. You—you you remember the old cartoon where the, the you had a coyote and the dog would come and and they'd yes. clock <laughs> in at the same time. Yeah. I named him for that dog. Ralph. Ralph, I mean, he he
3: was special, and I still miss
1: my well, little dog. Well, talk about Dina. I,
5: I
3: thought, I, I don't know whether we've talked about this before or not, but people forget, uh, we had the privilege of my best friend all the way through high school, grew up with him, still is. Uh, his daughter brought her daughter down here. She's going to come to school at Middle Tennessee, oh, wow. and she's going to study
4: Forensic science. Forensic oh, science. good for her. She wants to Add be a and, medical examiner.
3: Uh, she's coming down here because... They have a great professor over there. Uh, they really do. And we've got one of the few programs uh, and one of the best programs, and yeah. she's don't have to pay any out-of-state tuition because there's no schools close to her like Martin or Murray that has this program. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're excited about... Having another, I mean, that's another one we can, we can help take care of, you know, feed her and stuff like that. But yeah. she's uh, she's excited, and uh, she's her very big smart. sister, her big sister, just graduated from Murray, and she graduated in uh, two and a half years.
4: Yeah, because but, she carried so many credits over from high school.
3: Oh wow, well, the high schools her. up there, especially Hickman County, where I I went. Uh, I, yes. Somewhere, or another they can gain. It's sort of like the baccalaureate program that Butch Vaughn started at mm-hmm. Oakland. Yeah, they can get college credits. And uh, big sister Caroline had twenty-something, almost thirty credits when she started to school. Mm-hmm. Now, you know how much that saved her mom and daddy? No, it a be. bunch. Yeah, and uh, and Maddie is going to have a lot too. She's just a junior. she will be here got, next year, but she'll be here the next year. She's already got twelve credits. She's already got twelve, so she'll have. 30 probably and uh, that that's a big deal that, that and that
1: speaks well for mtsu because they really do have a good program yeah. over there i've had
3: him on a couple of times and he's just unbelievable well they've got concrete management mm-hmm. and thanks to chris young another former last cast student they've got a real good music program and they got the chris young Cafe and all that stuff over there, and uh, George Jones made a big donation, or his wife did when he died. So they've got a great music program too. Yeah, and don't forget their uh,
1: program for uh, people who want to become pilots. I oh, mean, yeah. it is that Aero- Aero- it's Aerospace,
3: out of, aerospace of fact, is out of this world. Greg over and there. Melinda Samuels, two friends of ours, we Greg and I played ball together at the MTSU. Uh, their grandson is graduating. And he's, he's going to be a pilot. Uh, we went out with him. Uh, we eat Mexican once a month with him. And they were, they were bragging on Drew. What's his name, Drew? No, that's your grandson. Uh, My grandson's True, not Drew. True, true. My bad. Well, yeah. I think it's anyway, Dre, Dre. Dre, uh, yes. he's He's going to be a pilot. That's going to
1: be special, you know. Uh, they do a great job over here at Mercer Airport, which is right across the street from yeah.
3: Adams Place, yes. where we are right now. Plus, they've made a pretty, pretty place out of it. Yeah, thanks to TDK Construction. You know, I've been missing out.
1: I, I have been invited to come over and join the morning crew over there, where they they drink coffee and uh, uh, and eat. You know, healthy foods like donuts and things like yeah, that. So and yeah, yeah. I, I need to go over because I really love the conversation. I mean, the well, uh, pilots uh, and, and people in that business are some of the most interesting people
3: I've ever met in my life. You'll, you'll be stretched pretty thin because you got to go to Bud's Tire on Friday. Mm-hmm. You got to go to. Uh, Sylvan Park, mm-hmm. and then you got to go over there, we're going to have to put another day in the week for you to get all your socializing done. I don't think I could ever get all my Y'all socializing couldn't. done. You just have to do the best you can.
1: Being with the ladies the other night over at Shop House just was one of the best nights of my life. I really enjoyed all of them. It, it was just a special treat
3: for me. Coworkers, Yeah. You're, you'd never forget them. No. Uh, I wish my I wish my Lillian Knight was still alive for me to ask her some, oh yeah, some, some things, you know. But yeah. uh, Miss Savor Turner, we we went up to her house. Uh, my daughter Jan, I got to brag on her a little bit. Her and Miss Turner are just really close. Miss mm-hmm. Turner was our kid's godmother, and so uh, Miss Turner will be turning ninety pretty soon. Uh, she
4: well, will be ninety in June.
3: Uh, well, she's still uh, young. Uh, yeah. She's, and she's, so she don't drive anymore, but we carried food up there one day last week. Mm-hmm. And we told her not to fix anything. Well, you don't tell her not to fix anything. She had some of the best apples here, put in your mouth. She had some fried chicken. Mm-hmm. And she always has a chest pie, because Janney mm-hmm. likes cornbread it. Love pie. But, mm.
4: Cornbread muffins.
3: Oh, yeah, cornbread muffins. And we took yeah.
4: green beans, pot roast. Mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, broccoli broccoli and cheese casserole, and I made some cornbread. So, you know, we didn't go hungry that night. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) That's one of the strengths of the South. It seemed like all the ladies know how to cook uh, in in a way that's just beyond anything else. If they
3: don't know, they learned. Yeah.
1: Well,
4: I had to learn because Mama and me worked all day, mm-hmm. my sisters, when they would get off the school bus, they were four and five years younger than I was. They would have supper on the table when me and Mama got in from work, mm. but I had to do the cleanup. So when we got married, I I didn't know how to cook. Yeah, but I've learned over the years. He he hasn't been hurt, as you can see. <laughs>
3: Well, oh, <laughs> well, he looks
4: pretty you know, uh,
3: slim
1: looks and pretty
4: spelt healthy. to me,
3: yeah. yeah. Of course, my daddy worked when he quit farming and started working. Let's, let's take a quick break. Okay, go ahead. This might take a while. Okay.
0: From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. How are you feeling
4: today? More than an empty question. It's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension St. Thomas, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety in our care. Ask about virtual visits. ERs at Ascension St. Thomas hospitals are open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetSTHealthcare.com.
2: If you're
1: looking around your home and it's looking like it's time to update, we can do anything as far as painting, new flooring, anything that you're looking for. If you can dream it, we can turn it into reality.
0: They already did a great job on our bathroom, so when we decided to redo the playroom, Farrah Construction was the only one we called.
3: This is Ron Hall with Farrah Construction. 615-893-6120. That's Fair Construction Company.
4: At Heritage South Community Credit Union, we help when others won't. It's what our members tell us we do every day. Whether it's a loan for a car you need to get to work, or saving for the future. Let us see if we can help. If you live, work, worship, or attend school in Rutherford, Bedford, or Marshall Counties, you can be a member of Heritage South. Visit our website, HeritageSouth.org, to learn more. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing lender.
0: An update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center.
2: I'm Ron Jordan. If you don't have your tickets for Bonnaroo yet, you're out of luck. It's sold out. Just three weeks after the lineup for the show was revealed, organizers announced yesterday the event has sold all the available tickets. This year's event is the 20th anniversary of the festival after last year's COVID cancellation. The 2021 Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival is scheduled for September 2nd through the 5th on the farm in Manchester. The ACLU of Tennessee responding to the conviction of a former Minneapolis police officer for the killing of George Floyd. The organization said it hopes the decision brings a moment of peace to the community and to Floyd's family, but they say true justice means renewing its commitment to creating a world where police can't use violence to target black people. The Rutherford County Sheriff is looking for the person who shot at a moving car on I-24 earlier this week. The driver of a Mazda 3 said he was on I-24 near mile marker 72 when another car tried to merge into their lane and then fired two shots. Officials say the Mazda's windshield was cracked in the incident, but no injuries were reported. The suspect was described as driving an older, small, white car, and anybody with any information on the shooting is asked to call the Rutherford County Sheriff. The owner of Demos Restaurant in Murfreesboro says a man who stole money from their tip jar last week returned and apologized. Peter Demos said the man who had dined at the restaurant with a companion for more than an hour grabbed the cash out of the jar when an employee's back was turned. Demos said on Tuesday the thief returned the money, which was around $150 and apologized. Demos said the whole crime was caught on a security camera and the staff says they'll now be extra cautious with loose cash. I'm Ron Jordan reporting.
4: Hi, this is Lisa Halliburton with Bell Jewelers. Remember, Mother's Day is coming up May the 9th. And at Bell Jewelers, we have some specials on our jewelry just in time for Mother's Day. And we have partnered with some local businesses. When you just spend $99 or more, you'll receive some free gifts. Remember, Mother's Day is coming up May the 9th. That's Bell Jewelers, 821 Northwest Broad Street, right across the street from Toots Restaurant.
2: We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Good weather.
4: Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Sky has become mostly sunny here this afternoon with a high in the mid-50s. Winds out of the northwest around 10 to 20 miles per hour, gusting as high as 25. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Voichitski on News Radio WGNS. Currently it's 37.
2: Classic Kid Movies are back this summer at Premiere 6 on Broad and Jackson Heights. Five dollar tickets include admission, drink, popcorn, and candy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for show times for Classic Kid Movies All Summer.
0: The Truman Show, on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com.
1: And welcome back with Bobby and Larry Stewart. And, Bobby, you wanted to say something to the people that listen.
4: Yeah, uh, I just want to thank our local listeners. I know that... Mindy, or Mork, is mm-hmm. listening, and Brent Barlow, probably, and my sister, Jamie. She doesn't always get to hear us at the time we're on, but mm-hmm. she listens to the podcast because yeah. she, she babysits her grandchildren a lot. So
3: Great-grandkids.
4: Great-grands. I'm oh, sorry. And... Uh, you know, I, I appreciate all our family listening. Jay and his family—they listen to the podcast.
3: Miss Sarah Turner's a local regular listener. Who? Miss Sarah Turner.
4: Oh yeah, Sarah Turner, and uh, Stephanie Doss uh, from Texas. So mm-hmm. you know, we've got a lot of lo- local and out-of-state listeners. So
1: a lot of people listen just when you guys are on.
4: Uh, well, no, I don't think that's true.
1: I think it's true. <laughs>
4: but anyway, we enjoy it. We have a good time talking about the old days. Of course, if you're young, you may not, you know, care about the old days and what we went through. I think
1: they do. I well, think I think those are the those were the golden years, and they want to know a a a lot about. You know, growing up in that, that special time yeah, that we were yeah. all. So.
4: Well, we appreciate it, and it it was a hard time. Yeah. We don't want to, everybody, but it was a hard time growing up. But your money, what money you had, went a long ways. It had to.
1: But we didn't have a lot of the problems of today's
4: world. Well, no, no and we you didn't. know, I, think, I like technology. Now, don't get me wrong, but I think it's hurt us. It's hurt us to the degree that it has made us turn inward. How -hmm. many times do you walk down the street and you see young people looking at their phones Mm -hmm. and running into fountains, running into trees, (laughs) things like that? If you watch these funny clips on TV, I saw one where a girl was looking at her phone and she fell into the fountain at a mall. So, you know, they're not aware of their surroundings at all yeah. because they're so focused on that phone. And I think that's hurt us as far as making friends, having face-to-face conversations mm-hmm. because if you notice, it's easy to say things when you're typing it in your phone than it is when you're talking to somebody face-to-face. Because some of these things that are on Facebook are hateful.
5: Yeah.
4: And, you know, that's, that's not, not a good the,
1: thing. It's not the real world the way it should be. No. The no. relationships in, in, inside families and, and the relationship with close friends uh, are, are the things that really matter. That's right. And, and uh, it, when you get away from those type things um and and i'm i'm not a big fan of uh tech technology unless it's utilized in the proper fashion right and and unfortunately it has gone completely out of the boundaries and well, and we're, yeah. we're we're it's really changing our country and i'm um uh, people know how i feel about it and yeah. i i don't like to be uh controlled by things that really uh, don't matter uh, to our everyday lives where we live right here in Rutherford County. The world is not like Rutherford County, and and when they utilize technology to show us how things are uh, are the way that they want it to be, it, it completely changed everything.
4: I like it in that in that I can Facetime my granddaughter, and see what my mm-hmm. great-grandchildren are doing. Yeah. We've got one that's four that just signed up for gymnastics and uh, she was so excited about it. She got dressed two hours earlier. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got to see her practicing and it's a way for us to keep in touch with grandchildren that we seldom see. And yeah. my son, you know, we FaceTime him or text him and in that respect, I use it. But if I see something on Facebook that's controversial, mm-hmm. I just pass over it because I don't want to say something that would hurt somebody's feelings. And some of these people just really, really put it out there yeah. because they're not face-to-face with that person, so they feel like they're not responsible. Yeah. So, when, when we were about kids- that.
3: Us three, when we were kids, we sat down at the supper table every night. Yeah. Now, we called it supper. Mm-hmm. Now, nowadays they call it dinner, but it was supper Uh, And the first thing, before you took a bite, Mama said the blessing. Yeah. And then... Ours were Dad. You ate. And uh, you didn't get up and run off until everybody was through eating. Yeah. Evening. And nowadays you go to restaurants and everybody has got their phone in their hand. And I make my grandkids put it up because they'll be looking at that and the waitress will be waiting to wait on them. And it just aggravates me to death. I'm not a technology person at all. But uh, it's the way we grew up, I think, is the best way to grow up. Well, somebody's got their phone in their hand and they're calling us. Well, that's good. That's a good
1: one. <laughs> Welcome aboard, caller.
5: Thank you, Trillin. Hey, I just want to tell you, man, I love the stewards. Uh, I, I can't wait to hear them every time they come on. But, uh, <laughs> Thank you, sir. So that, well, actually, you kind of remind me of my parents. Uh, my dad's about, oh, I'd say he's about 6'3", and mom's a little tiny thing. So it sounds like y'all are about the same, you know. Sure. Well, but how I'll, you so, been doing, Mike? Oh, I'm, I'm doing okay, Trillin, doing okay, hanging in there. Good. Uh, but I wanted to. Uh, I think last last time y'all were there, Miss Stewart and Miss Stewart, uh, y'all were talking about not having running water, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that reminded me of a Jerry Clower story. That uh, he said when he was a kid growing up in Mississippi, he said they had running water. He said his mama would give him a bucket and make him run to the creek and get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he uh, also he,
3: said he jumped off the porch and tripped over the water. Faucet that his daddy had driven in the ground to make people think they had running water.
5: (laughs) Oh, boy. I love Jerry Clark. I miss him. But listen, I love y'all show. Every time y'all are on, I can't wait wait for you to come back on.
1: Thank you, Mike.
5: All right. Y'all have a good day.
1: You take care. I got a text from uh, Terry Hodge. It says it's a good thing that you have Bobby on. Or nobody would be listening.
3: I would expect something like that from Terry Hodge. Yeah, you? yeah. Bless his heart. Yeah. Him and, him and David Young, they they were holding court this morning. I stayed on the other side of yeah, the table. Yeah, I noticed that. I noticed that. Joe uh, Liggett was kindly refereeing on our end of the time. Well, I had J.D. Kennedy, so yeah. I was getting well, uh, all the really good what, information. You had a great guy's. With J.D. Kennedy. Yeah. He's he's one of our heroes. He is. He is. I was going to tell you about cooking. I learned how to cook when my mama would – she started teaching school, and she only had a year of college or something. So Mm -hmm. she was always wanting to finish her degree. Yeah. So she would – her and some other teachers that didn't have their degree would go to Murray in the summer and take classes, and she would leave some biscuit dough left over for breakfast, and mm-hmm. for lunch, I would make take that biscuit dough and make put some chocolate in it and stuff and make it into make my brother and I a pie. Mm-hmm. And then Mama wanted me to have cornbread ready when she came in because most of the things was still sitting on the table from dinner. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I would make the cornbread. And uh, I didn't mind doing that. You know, they could call me sis if they wanted to, but I was helping my Mama out so she could better herself. And I finished my master's in 1967. She finished her BS in 1967, Isn't that and something? she she had been teaching since. Well, I had her in 1948, so I know she'd been teaching. I don't know, probably since 1940. That's a great story. It is. She we, was.
4: We've got a piece of paper in our safe from her. Mm-hmm. Where she's got all the schools and the years that she taught
1: oh, wow. listed.
4: Oh yeah.
1: She taught in five one-room schoolhouses in Dickman County. Oh, that's that's special. Now uh, there, uh, I don't know uh, if we've got another phone call or not. Call. Uh, do we have a caller? Uh, I've got the uh, it on my computer. Evidently not. Um, but there was something happened just recently. Some of your records that you had playing basketball have been broken.
3: Right. Oh, in 1959-60 school year, uh-huh. they consolidated schools, and we were in the first graduating class at Hickman County. Yeah. And, and I held a record for the most points scored in that gymnasium. Uh-huh. Now, there was a boy that came along and went on to Eastern, and he scored more, more than 42 points in the game, but it was an away game yeah uh but a good friend of mine's grandson broke that record about three years ago and uh i went I went home for the reunion and and we got together and uh we had some pictures made and the paper you know rolled it up and everything and uh, mm-hmm. it's i I don't think I could have picked a better kid to break my record than that kid what uh, was his name uh jewel
4: Jewel. His last name was Jewel, and I can't remember. Dalton
3: Jewel. And he he didn't want to go to college. He wanted to work for the electric company. He wanted to be a lineman. Yeah. And that's what he's doing now. Well, good for him. Yes, that's what I said. Good for him. Super kid to go along with a super athlete. And uh, my little sister, I call her, the little girl we raised, her grandson got the most improved player at Hickman County High School this year and so he he's going to be a player wow and that's uh, I, need to, that, and, and that I need to get back and see some more games was that
4: Isaiah
3: yeah Isaiah Pettit and he's we need to get back and see some more more games than we do but uh, yeah. off of the team that I played on there's only two of us left and I, I talked to him on Facebook I see him at the reunion mm. every year but uh you know, you it's like you don't miss your friends until they're gone, seems yeah. like. It was, but we need to to get with them more. And this last year, we didn't get to have a reunion because of the pandemic. And the, that that really hurt.
1: We just lost one of our classmates, uh, Sharon Malone. And uh, she was um, living down in, in, in Georgia. She was in the class of 59. Just a very bright, sweet, sweet uh, little girl. I know uh, probably two sports records that will never be broken uh, one is Nolan Ryan's strikeout record nobody will ever come close to that one and the other one is Larry' Stewart's no pass record playing <laughs> basketball now what? those two
3: will those two will never ever be broken I wish Dan midget was still here I he, wish he was still he here could too. Re- he could rebuttal that real quick because Dan Midget was one of my favorite all-time players. Because, Great left-hand shooter. Uh, well, I think he shot with both hands, but he liked yeah. to use his left-hand dribbling, and that's the side I like to play on, so I got the ball more on that side. But, but what did you do with the ball? Well, if if you shot if it. I could have shot well, it. Well, of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I told Ken Tricky. his on me about... Playing defense of all people in the world. Tricky never played a bit of defense. And I mm-hmm. told him, I said, Coach, I'm not up here to play defense. I came up here to shoot the ball, and he said, you're right, you're right. You go ahead and shoot it. Because Tricky, he he was the biggest gunner that's ever been at Middle Tennessee State. And now, he went from here to out west. He went to Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts University. And then he went from there to Oklahoma City Junior College. And matter of fact, I think he he passed away at Oklahoma. Uh, mm. Oklahoma City, but uh, Tricky, uh, he was a he was a showman. Yeah, and uh, he filled that gym up. But some of the of the deans over there maybe didn't like his some of his methods. But uh, he was he was a showman. How was he away from the basketball court? He he was uh, okay, but it was hard to get Coach Tricky away from basketball. Yeah, he we would always talk, and, uh he was. Uh, uh, he he, tr- he was gonna do things that in Middle Tennessee that had never been done, like uh a fly to some of the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went and we'd go over to Motor Pool and check out two station wagons and the manager would drive one and Coach Tricky would drive one and Coach Stokes would drive one. That's the way we traveled. Yeah. But uh Moorhead was and Eastern was the furthest we had to go, mm-hmm. and uh, but, but he was consumed with basketball, wasn't he? Yeah, that was his whole life. Yeah, it was. He, he played, then he went. He played with the Globetrotters a little bit. He's the one that got got me an interview with him, hmm. and uh, but it was uh, it would have been a great job for for somebody that wasn't married, but mm-hmm. I was married and we were planning on having a family, and I didn't want to be away from home every night, and uh, but uh, that. That would have been a great job back in those days. You know, you get to go everywhere and play with Goose Tatum and Mm -hmm. all that. Oh, I remember him well. That would have been super. He was one of the funniest guys, more entertaining guys I've ever run into. He kind of got a raw deal with the Globetrotters. Yeah, he did. And he wound up, him and his son, doing exhibitions and things. But Mm -hmm. uh, uh, him and Marcus Haynes stayed big buddies. But he kind of got... Sh- you know, shoot aside by the Globetrotters when maybe he shouldn't have. Then we, they got Metal Arc Lemon and all that. Oh, much. gosh. I yeah. remember
4: when we went to see them at the old gym over at the college.
3: Yeah, yeah I was there. Yeah. And uh, they uh, were always down in told Torm. Every time they'd come through, they'd be down there. But mm. uh, it was it was a good show, good clean show, and uh, it was a lot of good basketball and a lot of good comedy, especially with Metal Arc. And and you had to stand in line to
1: get in there. I remember the last time that they were here, the place, It was every time they came, it was packed. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it, it wasn't that people were starving for entertainment. They were really, really special they were. back they were. They were.
4: Well, but, they made it fun, yeah. but they were also very talented, you know, just people, very talented.
3: People didn't realize... That, that it was rehearsed. I mean, uh, that like uh, they you're, told you're me. You're saying it's like wrestling yeah, was. They told me, <laughs> he said, if you come with the Globetrotters, said you won't have to fall for Marcus Haynes at dribbling that. We'll take you out, and then we'll put a, <clears throat> a lesser person in there, mm-hmm. and they'll have to fall down on the floor and slide and stuff. But yeah. uh, it was rehearsed, and, and, and that, that was good. It didn't make a difference to me.
1: I, it was fun. I bet they made more money doing that. Than if they'd gone into
3: the uh, NBA. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I'll tell you this. My starting salary was going to be $10,000. And what year is that? In one year. And got all expenses paid and get to stay in the best motel. I started out teaching for $3,800. But $10,000 back then was a lot of money. It was a ton. I thought I never would get to making $10,000 teaching. Yeah, I'm like Jerry Warner. I would have signed a lifetime contract for ten thousand dollars if they'd have just offered it. Yeah, and but Uh, now were you was each side?
1: All y'all were coached together. It wasn't like you had a coach for Washington Nationals or whatever it was. Yeah, they
3: had their own coach. Oh, really? But but they the coach was just there to make a show. Uh, and then Abe, of course, Abe Saberstein coached the, the real Globetrotters. Yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, they had their own coach. But it was they live Everybody lived together. They practiced together, and, and because you know the show must go on, and, and they'd everyone they'd come up with some new stuff. Uh, but it, it was fun to watch. It still there, is. Were there
1: any books ever published to give the background of all of that that went on? I, I've seen some I, of the uh the magazine stuff, but I always wondering uh
3: that had to have been a great story uh, it, i it never read one I'm sure there is one somewhere I did read that uh goose Tatum stuff yeah. about uh but I don't remember it was in some mag- sports magazine i think but uh it was uh they they were a great bunch of guys
4: and they traveled internationally too yeah, they would go to paris, other countries, and perform. They were loved everywhere.
1: Marcus Haynes, could,
3: I, I know that he could have played NBA at the at the highest level. Well, there was segregation back yeah. in those days, yeah. And so the Globetrotters was all they had, uh, most of them. And then uh, when you know the color barrier broke, that yeah. hurt the Globetrotters some. But they still got some good players. Will Chamberlain played with them some and uh but they still got some some good players but uh, of course segregation hurt us all yeah uh, there's no doubt about that
1: and it and it's a shame and, but uh i remember when it first integration first happened and um, they sent some people up to your school uh to to see how things were changing and stuff like that and it 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 kind of set the tone of how people actually looked at segregation and integration back then because most of your friends in that particular era uh, were either white or black. It depends on, you know, which side of the ledger you were on. And, And it was hard to get that change going on as far as people picking all their friends without any color barriers or anything like that. It was very difficult, well, wasn't it? there was never a
3: problem at Las Casas. Yeah. Because the, our kids, they knew each other. They had hauled hay together. Yeah. They had worked together. The only thing they didn't do together was go to school. Yeah. And, and that, was a, that was an injustice that finally was corrected here in 1966. Yeah. And uh, we never had a problem. And uh, matter of fact, when I said talking to us, he was one of the, he was came to Las Casas from a black school, yeah. And his brothers, and his sister, and uh, I mean, they had worked for the the white guys while you know in the hayfield, yeah, or the tobacco patch, or whatever, yeah. Uh, but we, uh, they were all this good old Las Casas people. And we didn't look and say, "Well, we can't have you because you're black." We just accepted them all. Yeah, and, and I think- uh, but you had a hard time when they were here.
1: Uh, when you go to lunch, uh, the the kids of, of the same color would sit and eat together, well, and and the people that came up here from Atlanta,
3: I think that's right. The, from they, the offices, they, offices. they didn't they didn't like how that looked. That's right. But, they were from the Office of Civil Rights. Yeah. And uh, we went to the cafeteria, and uh, they said, oh, we can't have this. Said, uh, those blacks are eating by themselves. I said, well, the whites are eating by themselves, too. And there's a reason for that. So I called one of them over and asked him, I said, why are the blacks eating together? And he said, we'd like it at lunch. It's on time we got where we could talk about problems. Yeah. And if we have a problem, they tell me, and I go to Mr. Stewart, and we get it corrected. Yeah. So I told those guys, and the best thing for them to do is get on back to to Atlanta, that me and this kid right here was running Las of School, and we didn't have any problems. We didn't yeah. need them. Yeah. Now, they were wanting to create one, but uh, we didn't have any problems.
4: And, you know, I think <clears throat> I think me moving around so much when I was growing up, Uh, I lived in so many different parts of the country, I wasn't aware of this problem. Yeah. I just wasn't. I lived all the way across the south, all the way to New Mexico, Mm -hmm. up through Arkansas, Detroit, and everywhere. I went to school. Sometimes it was desegregated and sometimes not. But, you know, I never had a problem with it. Yeah. I I just never did. I I had great great African American ta- friends.
1: They talk about us, but um if you go to the major cities, say like in New York, you still see segregation of ethnic groups in Brooklyn and, and sure all the do. other cities just simply because uh the the families pretty much all Uh, came from, uh, grew up together, and and, and, uh, as far as being, we're a melting pot, but sometimes um, we can't tell people who to pick their friends and all that other stuff. But down here, it it, it didn't seem like we never, um, I don't remember ever having the problems that you see in these major cities now. I don't ever remember those, and I really don't. And but you, it, it's just um, uh, I, I don't know. One of these days, maybe it'll all be evened out or whatever. I don't know. Well,
3: the people that have a problem are the people that want to have a problem. Yeah. Uh, Bobby didn't have a problem because she didn't want to have a problem. Yeah. Uh, now we, when I was in school, we had a bigger problem with people that would move back from Detroit. Because, number one, we couldn't understand them. Yeah. And, number two, they was always want for us to change and do it like they did it in Detroit. Yeah. Well, we didn't want to live in Detroit. We wanted to live in Folsom, Kentucky. And so we had more problem with, with that than we had with any anything else. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, just people are people.
3: Just, yeah. Just leave us alone. That's My right. My gosh. That's right. And that's what most people want is just to be left alone. Yeah. Enjoy your life. That's right. And and uh, I'm doing that. Ain't got much left, so you better enjoy it.
4: It's amazing how fast time goes by mm-hmm. once you retire. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're working hard and raising a family and trying to do right, it's like time just, you know, I wish this year was over or something. You look forward to retirement. Then you get in retirement, and golly, do the miles fly. Well,
1: I the guess. young people, they think it's just dragging. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah.
4: <laughs> no, 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 no. No. And,
1: and the older you get, the more you want to put on the brakes. Yeah, I know. Our favorite I know. two yeah.
3: days of the week is when Addie Trammell tells us we pick her up at Scoop. Yeah, now it's usually Wednesday, Thursday. This week she changed it to Tuesday, Wednesday. We don't know why, but it don't make any difference. Yeah. But that's that's our two favorite days. And then Mama comes to pick her up, and then uh, we get Walton too. But Mama comes to pick her up, and she'll have ridge, and we'll go over to Tom's and we'll check out the chickens. Mm-hmm. And he's decided that he can run a hen chicken down. Now, he hadn't even Good got luck. close to it, but in his mind, he said, Mama, I almost caught her today, so yeah. he ain't going to catch one of them chickens. And if he does, he's going to be sorry of it, but he don't <laughs> know that. Well, I enjoyed it, guys. It was fun.
1: fun. Well, it's a uh, quarter after 10. Well, we must be finished yeah. then. Yeah. Anything you want, any uh, lasting words?
4: No, it was fun. We'll see everybody soon. Well, we Whatever. are
3: having company this weekend.
4: Yes. Yes. My brother's coming up and spending Friday night with him. Haven't seen him.
3: Three oh, years. Year well, he's more. been here when he yet. Yeah, yeah, we've seen him. But. Is he a younger brother? Yeah. Everybody's younger than her.
4: Yeah, I'm the oldie. He was the he was born in 53, I believe. Oh, 53.
3: he's a baby. Yeah. Well, there's two younger than him, the twins. They're the only two that were born in the same place. Yeah. Of the of the six kids.
4: Mom and yeah. daddy had three, and seven years later they had one. Seven years later they had twins. So he was. No in wonder
1: the- you're so interesting,
4: Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the the first seven year group by himself. Yeah.
1: Now uh, your your old home has been destroyed. It's what? Your old home has been destroyed, over near McFadden School.
3: Oh,
4: oh yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Do you know, hate, I don't don't understand
5: you hate why that? they
3: didn't keep 310J and tear down some of them other ones? Yeah. Because that's history right there. It is history. Because Paul Holland lived in it before us, and uh, he, he, he was telling us at one of these reunions that he had a, when he married and brought his wife down here, he had a girlfriend before that, and he had her picture. So he carried it he didn't want his his wife to see it, so he Mm -hmm. carried it out to the garbage and threw it away. Yeah. Well one of those old ladies that lived in the housing project thought he had done it by mistake. She got it out and brought it back to him and he said, Lady you carry that back out there right now and throw it away. I do not want that picture. Why you talk about getting the finger pointed at you, he would have got it. Good old days. That's right.
1: All right, guys, we'll see you in the morning at Nine o'clock, and one of your buddies, Bill Kennedy, is going to be on well, good with me for in him. the morning. Good guy. Yeah, one of the top school resource That's officers right. in, in the country. That's right. All right, guys, we'll see you in the morning.